You put your all into delivering quality and value on time. And when your customer doesn't pay, it doesn't just hurt your feelings. It hurts your business. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect overdue receivables fast and treat your customers with respect. Go to MetCredit.com to get started. MetCredit, we get it. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about how and why debt collection works for your business. Brought to you by MetCredit. Everybody pay up. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Bryn Griffiths. Well, you know, it's a bit of a different format for this particular episode because we're joined by David Hopkins, who's the vice president of business development at MetCredit. Now, we've decided to go to the email bag and address some questions that you've had about MetCredit and credit in general. Things that you might have wondered about. Well, today we try to answer some of those things, plus a little bit more too. So let's kick things off with David and question number one. What are the biggest objections you hear from a prospective customer when they are not yet open to working with MetCredit? Well, that's, I'm glad you asked me that. It's actually a very good question to, to, to start this off. One of the main, or I see, I think one of the biggest questions that we get from customers or potential customers, potential clients, is that they say they're very concerned about what's going to happen to their customer when we contact them. What kind of feedback do we get? What is it that uh, is going to happen to them down the road? Are they, are we going to be treating them, um, you know, with, with ethically, professionally? Are we going to be, um, trying to solve their problems without, you know, hammering them as it were. The collection agencies, unfortunately, have had a bad rep over the years. <laughs> it's something that we've been trying to get out from under for years and years. We've been trying to get away from that. And that is the biggest thing is they say, well, geez, if I turn this over to, to Met Credit or any collection agency, not Met Credit, but if we turn it over to any collection agency, what's going to happen is they're going to be rude and threaten and all kinds of things to, to, to my customer. And I certainly don't want that. All I want is my bill paid. Well, those days are gone and Met Credit has, it's been in our DNA for years. This is something that we do and that we pride ourselves on. And we're very good at it. Really good at this is having a conversation with our client's customer, finding out what the problem is, getting it resolved, working it out and getting the file paid without having to do going down a rabbit hole. It's just not what we do. And MetCredit is known for that. So that's probably our biggest concern from clients when they call is that what's going to happen to my customer? What's going to happen in this process? There's no offense taken, no offense given on that. That's kind of a question <laughs> I'm guessing would just naturally come up, right? Yeah, all the time, all the time. And also, you know, the customer will, will take it one step further and he'll say to me, Dave, he says, you know, what's going to happen to my company? If I turn it over to collection agency, I mean, you've explained to me what's going to, you know, what, what you're going to do with the customer, but what happens to my company? Is there any, is there any kickback? Is there any setback for me working with a collection agency? And this happens to everybody, right? <laughs> it's, it's not like you're alone. No, this is, this happens to a lot of people. Yeah. 
if you want to go get your tires changed, you want to go to, you know, Fountain Tire, Cal Tire, wherever, yeah. you're going through the same thing. Do I deal with these guys? What's going to happen? Is there this? Is there that? Is there is there some kind of policies and procedures in place that I should know of? So, of course, we get those questions. And, and it seems to be our potential clients, uh, once they get comfortable, because you, you need to get to know us before you use us. And, uh, and so once they get a little more comfortable with us, then they're, they're much, much easier to, to work with. Okay, question number two. How do you respond to each of those objections? And we kind of have addressed that, but mm. let's, mm -hmm. uh, let's, let's get into that. Okay, so the first one would be, what's going to happen to my customer if I turn it over to Met Credit? Well, number one, and probably most important, is we'll have a conversation like I'm having with you, Bryn, okay. right now. Yeah. Very, very simple, very straightforward. We'll get them on the phone, have a conversation with your customer, and we'll talk about the account, the AR, what's outstanding, what's happened. You know, the customer will, of course, tell us why he hasn't paid. And, of course, we'll address that, and we'll work our way through it. All along, having the same conversation that you and I are having, Bryn, we don't get... You don't get heated. You don't get into all different kinds of things. You want to just keep it on the same playing field. Have a and 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 the other big thing is we're going to treat your customer. If you were the customer or our client, work with the customer and be professional and ethical at all times. There is no way that we are ever going to threaten them. So that's always a a, a way that we we work. Is that kind of a stereotype thing? Because you guys must <laughs> it must drive you guys crazy. Yes, it I does. gotta think. Yes, it does. Yeah, very stereotyped all the time. What's going to happen? What are you guys going to do? You're going to phone them 15 times a day, but you see, there's things that Met Credit does. We must comply with all provincial and federal law, and in those laws, state that there's things that you can do, but there's things that you can't do. And of course, one of them is threatened. You can't do that. You can't phone 15 times a day. You can't phone on a Sunday. You can't phone in the evening. So uh, this is probably the biggest thing is, again, what happens to the customer and this is what we're going to do. Is it an eye-opener, though, for some people because they recognize that Wow, these guys are actually easy to work with. This isn't what I thought it would be. Happens all the time. As a matter of fact, I get some good good stories from, from uh, a lot of our clients. After they've started working with us and they see the process that we go through and what we do, they're much more relaxed and much happier because, of course, we've got their accounts paid. Number one, they're thrilled. But number two, the customer has come back to them and said, okay, now that the account's paid, is it all right if we work together again? So retention for Met Credit is number one. And the only way you're ever going to get to that solution in a win-win situation is by treating their customers with respect. Question number three. What do the people you talk to most frequently misunderstand about what Met Credit does? It's one thing to phone them, but I'm sure they have as many questions for you as you do for them. They do, they do, and... And sometimes it's quite humorous. People think it's going to be Vegas rules. Uh, what can you do? What can't you do? Um, and of course, they're a little worried about, you know, how far Met Credit can go. Again, we go back to explaining to our clients that uh, we must follow the law. There's no question about that because we're licensed in the province as well as, of course, federally. So we're going to follow those rules. And uh, so there's really no, no worry at all when working with Met Credit. Number four, what are the best surprises people discover once they start working with MetCredit? That you're regular people? <laughs> yes. 
Yes, that, that we are regular people, that we're actually not going to send someone out and go visit their customer. It doesn't work that way. Well, I think the biggest surprise that uh, and the feedback that, that we get at MetCredit from our, our clients that signed up with us and sent us business for collections is that they're really surprised how simple the process was. Here they are. The clients have been struggling with their AR for months. For years, they can't figure out what to do. How do I get this done? All they needed to do was place one phone call to Met Credit, and their and all their fears and um, worries go away. That's the biggest thing I hear all the time: is Dave, I can't believe how simple it was to work with Met Credit. And not only that, I was quite surprised with the results that I got. I wasn't sure. Some of our new clients will say, oh, I tried somebody else or I did something else. I've been trying to phone this customer every day for six months. Well, number one, these companies don't have time to do that. So again, they, they, they send it to us and they're very surprised about, at the ease of how everything went. Talking to numerous staff, the one thing, and they love this part of it, is they say that we're really trying to help people solve a problem. It's not just what people think yeah. we're trying to give them uh, advice overdue advice, I guess, in some case, yes. uh, but you got to hear that a lot too. Yes. Yes, we do all the time. And, and, and it's good to hear that because, you know, again, getting back to your, to what we just spoke about, you know, the customers are saying to us, or our clients are saying to us, well, I'm not sure I've never used an agency before. So what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, th they've heard stories about collection agencies They've watched movies, they see things. And of course, all this is just Hollywood. Really what it comes down to is that we're going to, you know, look after your files. We're going to try to get them recovered and, you know, and we'll all walk away as, as I said before, win-win. But yeah, we get that all the time. It's, it's that frustrating. Very, it's, yeah, it's got to be yeah, very frustrating because we're always trying to when you think of a collection agency and you ask anybody on the street, go anywhere, ask anyone what they think of a collection agency. You'll never get. Oh, I think they're great. I think they're wonderful. You'll never get that. It's because it's been hammered into us over the years about what a collection agency does or 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 how they operate. And of course, those are all just yeah. yeah, it's Hollywood. It's, it's basically Hollywood. the way you worded it. It's Hollywood. Here's another one. This is question number five of our top five questions. What are the attributes of businesses that have the most consistent success with Met Credit? Are, can you see any kind of a common thread with any of the businesses that, that you're working with? I'm guessing they have to be open to working with you. Well, that's yeah, one thing. I, that's very true. I, I think that the common thread amongst most of the um uh, business to business or commercial companies that sign up with Met Credit is that everyone has been, especially over the last two years, m maybe not as much has happened, not as much work has gone on as they would have liked to have seen. So now, of course, everyone's gearing up, everything is going, but they still had those problems with their accounts receivable over the last two years. They've done nothing with them. Now, whether it's COVID or not doesn't really matter. Many of these companies in this common thread always seems to come back to us is that they have a problem with their AR. They're not doing anything with it. So after 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, six months, now they're looking at a year. They still haven't got someone from their AR. They used to have someone looking after their AR that was an internal person, maybe AR and accounts payable too. But of course, with things happening, that position wasn't filled. 
the AAR gets lapsed. Next thing you know, and and this is this is a fact that uh, comes from Stats Canada that if your uh, receivables are more than four percent of your total gross sales over 90 days, usually that's what happens. So you have in your 90 day window over 90 days, if your sales are let's say a million dollars a year and four percent of that is over 90, that's pretty acceptable and you can work with that. But in most cases, this common thread with these companies, they're 10, 15, 20%, 30% of their sales. That'll kill you. They're not doing anything with it. Every time we get these calls, I ask them, so how old is this debt, Bob or Bryn? Or how old, how old, what's happening? Or why are you in this situation? They go, Dave, we didn't do anything. And every company will tell me the same. If their AR is current, they're fine. I'm not going to get a call from them. And that's good. But that's not what's happening. So that's a common thread. And also with consumer debt, that applies to commercial debt. But with consumer debt, that can be the same thing. Because whether you're collecting uh, for a, a telephone company or a, a doctor's office, dentist or a lawyer's office, same thing is happening. See, people don't think about that. Yeah. Well, they They're, should think yeah. about that. Yeah. Because it's a big part of what we do is consumer collections. In other words, <clears throat> the law firms, the accounting firms, the dentists, the orthodontists, they all have problems with their AR, believe it or not, they do. And it surprises me sometimes when I get a call from a law firm and they go, yeah, Dave, I got another problem. I go, well, did you you know, proceed with small claims court? You know, any civil litigation? No, 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 I don't have time for that. There's another common thread. These companies, these individuals, haven't got the time to do their AR. They're so busy with running their companies, with doing what they need to do best to make money, to make sure that their companies are a success. They forget about their AR. It always goes to the back burner. The single biggest cause of bad debt write-offs is procrastination. With every day you wait, the chances of ever getting paid go down. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect business receivables fast. And if we don't succeed, you don't pay. Go to MetCredit.com and stop waiting for money you deserve. MetCredit, we get it. I, I'm thinking of another, there's often more than one common thread, but I'm just was listening to you, I'm thinking to myself, what about confidence? The, the people, the clients that come to you and use your services, they're coming to you because they're confident in what you can do for them. Is that fair? That's very fair to say. Yeah. And, and, and that's is once it, it'll be proven to them once we start working with them. However, we also find that a lot of our um, potential clients will research us very well. They go onto the uh, the internet. They check out Google. They check out all about Met. They check out Google re Review. They talk to, we'll give them referrals. They'll talk to other companies. Again, going back to get to know us before you need us, Met Credit. That's really important. So I think that builds a lot of confidence in them. Once they get all that information and it's in front of them, then they call us and go, okay, yeah, I heard this from Bob or I was talking to so-and-so and they said, Dave, you did a great job. Uh, we need to, we need to sign you up. So. We're kind of moving into this new year. We're three months, almost four months in. Mm -hmm. Are you finding that things are surging or has it basically always been the same? Uh, well, it, it's, that's a very interesting question. And this is, how I, this is how I would answer that. Over the last two years, of course, of course, with COVID, we have found that 
you know, the assignments to us with customer, with uh, our clientele assigning us business hasn't really dropped off. They have had time to get after it. And this are, these are some of the larger companies, of course, perhaps whether it's telcos or, or the governments or the banking financial institutions. Right. They've had time to get after and look after their AR. And in most cases, those companies already have processes in place to look after their AR. After 90 days, things happen. Consequences happen after 90 days. It'll come to us. Uh, to met credit so that never really changed what did change of course was us being able to get a hold of their customers during covid everyone's home oh sure yeah but i think that um we have seen even in the last you know um three four months because you could see the light at the end of the tunnel you could see that covid was going to you know slowly uh, wind down and things are going to go open up we have had uh, a surge in assignments um, and a lot of new business from the oil patch, oil and gas. The price of the barrel has gone through the roof. Yeah. All these guys are out there. They're so busy. They're working, you know, 29 hours a day, these guys in the, in the oil field. I get calls every day from people in the oil patch saying, Dave, you were back up and running. We're doing this. Um, and now I'm already having problems getting paid 60, 90 days out even though everybody is, seems to be making much better money from $40 a barrel to $110 a barrel, whatever it is, but they're still having issues with their AR. But now everybody's back working. So of course it takes a few months for it to get through and yeah. then it hits their AR and then it comes to us. And you guys are always looking for staff, people who are eager. I, oh. I love I love talking to your, your folks because... Yeah. They are just so charged up and so enthusiastic and positive about everything. But as business grows, you guys have got to grow. Yes, we do. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that, you know, during the COVID time and, you know, th a few things will, will slow up. You know, you, you're, you may not need as many people. And a lot of companies went through this as you did during good times. Yeah. Of course, uh, Met Credit, we're always looking for good people. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, working for our company, and I've been there 26 years now um, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. It's just fabulous. It's great working in the collections business or what I like to refer to it as the accounts receivable management firm. <laughs> sure. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. You know, because again, that word collections always makes people think uh, and when everyone's approaching us to apply, uh, to apply for a job or you know, come and work for our team. They always think about that. And it's some, and it's a question, of course, they ask us in the interview. They go, yeah. collections, what is it you guys do? You know, is it, how does it look? What happens? Why, why do you need me? What can I do? So, um, yeah, we're, we're a very exciting company to work with. And of course, we're expanding all the time, which is great. So we're always looking for people that are, would be interested in getting involved with us. So you've appeared on this podcast numerous times, but people always find podcasts at different times through the spectrum tell everybody exactly what you do and you've already said how much you love it but explain what your job is to, to anybody who might be just dropping into our podcast for the very first time okay okay so um and that's another good question because i get asked that all the time dave what do you do for met credit well my position is vice president business development i also do uh, so really my key focus is um is Cultivating new business for Met Credit. In other words, going out, talking to companies, talking to organizations, uh, and and enlisting them to work with Met Credit to help them with their AR. And of course, there are hundreds of thousands 
of them out there right across Canada. So that's my job. I look after a sales team across Canada. And all those, uh, all my, everyone on our, in our team, and we are a team, which is really great. That's what they're all doing in their, in their significant jurisdictions or their areas of um, provinces of Canada. They're looking and talking to all kinds of organizations, the Chamber of Commerces, um, different organizations that are involved with whether it's the lawyers, the uh, Construction Association, the Oil and Gas Association. All these groups have reached out to us or we've reached out to them and we've said, hey, do you need met credits help? This is what we do. That's my key focus is to ensure that continues and grows. I also work with a lot of our, uh, a lot of our clients. I like to go out and do teach seminars and we sit down and we talk with their customer service reps on dealing with difficult customers. Um, how do you do telephone collections? How, how do you negotiate Dave? What is it that met credit does? How come you guys are so successful? So they don't mind when we come in and teach them what we do. Of course not. No, <laughs> of course not. Yeah, you would think that, uh, geez, we're going to get less business as a result. No, that's not what happens. Um, because they always have their process. After 90 days or 120 days, they're going to turn it over to us anyway. It's one of the, one of the um, many things as an add-on that MetCredit does for a lot of our, our clients. We say, if you need some help, we're there to help. We'll come in, we'll talk to your group. And, and we'll get them down the right road because being a customer service rep for a company, talking to customers all day and selling your product is one thing, but calling them and asking them about paying their bill is an entirely different kettle of fish. So you have to handle those things entirely different. So we're here for that. Well, it's funny you talk about business development because when we had Brian Sommerfeld, the, the big guy. Yep, president from, CEO. Yeah, yeah, from MedCredit joined us on this podcast, uh, oh, oh, maybe an episode or two ago. But one of the things he was telling me, and maybe he just told it to me over coffee before we even got going with the podcast. He said that, for example, we were talking about the Maritimes. And uh, he says, well, we're members of numerous chambers of commerce, for example. That's correct. He says... Yeah. And that, that's a great way for us just to stay in touch with the community. So that's got to be part of the process for you. Yes, it is. And I get involved with that right from the step one. We've been, um, we're members, as Brian says, of many Chamber of Commerces across Canada. And I like to get involved with all their events if I can. Of course, there's so <laughs> many going on. So we'll send out our team throughout Canada, wherever they happen to be. If we have a Chamber Functions going on in BC, we have our our, um, our manager of, uh, of accounts out there, which is Carmel Pickett. And if we have, uh, you know, maybe some events going on in, in Ontario, and of course, George Priest, who works in our Mississauga office, will look after that. So those kind of things are going on all the time now. And we need to be, and we represent, we also sponsor many events, which is great. So we have a, a we like to have a large footprint in the community. And we think it's really important to do that. I'm not sure where anybody's listening to our podcast. They could be all over the place because it's it's the big thing, right? Uh, you, you could listen to us in the U.S. You could listen to us in the U.K., yeah. all over the place. But we are based on this podcast in Edmonton, Canada, walking around now through the downtown core, which has come to life again, finally. But you can feel in a level of enthusiasm. And uh, uh, let's go after it. It's yeah. time we've, you know, we've been back on our heels long enough. You guys have got to be sensing that there's a much more can-do atmosphere out there. Are you not sensing that? Yes, I am. Very much so. As a matter of fact, yesterday I drove to Innisfail, which is just uh, south of Red Deer. 
uh, one of our clients has their corporate office there and they asked me to come down to speak to their group. And I was amazed at the activity and everything going on when I went through Red Deer and around Red Deer and then I went down to Innisfail. Everyone seems to be very excited that we're over this COVID headache, that it's done. But more importantly, they're starting to get busy. They're starting to get business. They're starting to get contracts. They're starting to get tenders to do some work in the oil and gas industry. And of course, as you know, most of Alberta is made up of that. So, but it's funny. And I was actually in Calgary not too long ago and I saw the same thing. I remember driving through Red Deer and driving through Calgary last summer and it was yeah. dead. It yeah. was very sad. So now it's it's all changed. Everybody's almost jumping off the table and they're jumping up and down and, and doing high fives because there's so much going on. And it's so good to see even in these smaller communities with Tasquin, Camaros, and I've driven through them all, been there many times. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's good to see. And hearing the same thing, friends in Halifax feeling it. Oh, absolutely. Right Toronto, across. Vancouver, yeah. all across Canada, and even some of my friends in the U.S. Are, are feeling it. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how do they reach you? Do you like that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. They can. They can reach me anytime at the office. Uh, my direct line is 780-420-2380. They're uh, more than welcome to email me as well at uh, dhopkins at metcredit.com. That's Hopkins with a Y, right? Hopkins with a Y. Yep. Okay. I get uh, go through that all the time. But anyway, D-H-O-P-K-Y-N-S at metcredit.com. You can go online and you can uh, Google metcredit at www.metcredit.com. And there is a uh, portal right there for you to send in your information and uh, we'll get back to you right away. In studio, I love this. It's great to see you rather than just see you on my screen. <laughs> Thanks for your time today. You're very welcome. Well, that's it for today's episode of Overdue Advice. A big thank you to David Hopkins, who's the Vice President of Business Development for MedCredit. And a big thank you to you for all of your questions. We hope you enjoyed this particular episode. Now, MedCredit is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and also on Twitter, at MedCredit. And you can also check out Brian Sommerfeld's blog, too. That's easy to find. It's blog.medcredit.com. This also includes numerous helpful tools and calculators to assess your business debt risk. And as you know, by this episode, we want to hear from you further. So subscribe, like, or leave us a review on this or any of our podcasts. And make sure you share this episode with your friends or business associates. You can drop us a line at overdueadvice at medcredit.com. Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. I'm Bryn Griffiths. You run a business, you're successful. You don't wait for things to happen. You make them happen. So why aren't you collecting what's owed to you? The longer you wait, the less chance you'll ever see a cent. <laughs> so call Met Credit. We're your local debt recovery team, serving businesses of all sizes since 1973. And don't worry, we play nice. We're here to uphold your reputation and relationships. And speaking of nice, if we don't collect, you don't pay. Zero risk. Get to know us for when you need us at metcredit.com.